You know, we have a website that hardly any of you visit. Let me tell you what it's called, upontheserocks.co. Now, why should you visit it? Well, you will find the New Christendom Business and Trade Directory, and you should go there, and you should enter your business or trade in the directory, or one that you use. Then you'll also find everything you ever wanted to know about our Congresses, but we're afraid to ask, the tapes from 2021 and 2022, and that includes, yes, the upcoming 2023 Congress. That's upontheserocks.co. Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley, reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm, south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by the Epic Times, America's new hometown newspaper of record. Used and endorsed by Mike Church, the Epic Times is journalism you can count on. Subscribe today at crusadechannel.com forward slash epic. Here's what to listen for this hour. British semiconductor bosses threaten to move overseas. The race against time to pull more people out of the rubble in the Middle East following the terrible earthquake last week. Outrage over the release of toxic chemicals in an Ohio train derailment. And not everyone was impressed with Rihanna's filthy performance at the Super Bowl. British semiconductor bosses threaten to move overseas. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. The UK's semiconductor industry is crying out for financial support from the government, with insiders warning the country risks losing its microchip firms to the US and other countries if it doesn't act soon. UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's government is yet to announce a strategy outlining UK efforts to support the chip industry, and semiconductor bosses in the country are growing frustrated. Pragmatic Semiconductor, a Cambridge, England-based startup that produces non-silicone chips, warned it may be forced to relocate overseas if the government doesn't issue a plan for the industry soon. It seems that the UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is being inundated with issues ranging from cost of living to energy to the supply chain. For the Crusade Channel, and political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. Freezing temperatures are putting rescuers in a race against time to pull as many people as they can from the rubble of collapsed buildings after a series of powerful earthquakes killed more than 35,000 people in Turkey and Syria last week. The death toll has now surpassed the 9.1 magnitude earthquake in Japan in 2011 that triggered a tsunami and killed more than 18,000. The New York Post reports that many of the tens of thousands of people who lost their homes in the historic earthquakes have sought shelter in places like tents and stadiums, while many more have been sleeping outdoors and huddled around campfires to keep warm. Temperatures overnight have been dropping into the 20s, while only warming into the 40s during the day. Snow and rain hampered rescue efforts in the first several hours after the quake, but even though drier weather has since moved in, the cold temperatures mean that people trapped in the debris have died from being exposed to the freezing temperatures more than 150 hours after the earthquake. Republican Senator J.D. Vance in Ohio said Monday he's horrified by the Norfolk Southern train derailment earlier this month in East Palestine, warning that many questions remain unanswered after a controlled release of toxic chemicals shrouded the town in thick plumes of black smoke. 
About 50 cars, including several carrying vinyl chloride, derailed on the evening of February 3rd due to a broken axle. Three days after the derailment, authorities decided to burn off the toxic gases to avoid an explosion, according to Fox News, sending hydrogen chloride and phosgene, a toxic chemical used as a weapon in World War I, into the air. The Environmental Protection Agency said tests have not detected any levels of concern in the community that can be attributed to the incident at this time, but Vance said he's been receiving troubling reports from people on the ground about the environmental impact. I have heard alarming anecdotes about contaminated waterways and effects on wildlife. I encourage anyone with credible reports of environmental harms to contact my office, Vance said on Monday. This is a complex environmental disaster with impacts that may be difficult to assess in the short term. Long-term study will be imperative. Our quote of the day, Love is the beauty of the soul, St. Augustine. And our saint of the day? Why, St. Valentine, of course. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. Hey, Crusaders, did you know that at the Founders Trading Post, we have days, I'm talking days, of digital downloads that you could purchase, and they're all really affordable. Listen, some of these titles would be great for you homeschoolers out there, like Joseph Pierce's Shivania Conference and the Shakespeare Radio Film Fest. To see the entire collection, just go to shop.mikechurch.com. Our saint of the day is St. Valentine, officially known as St. Valentine of Rome, a third-century Roman saint widely celebrated today and commonly associated with courtly love. Although not much of St. Valentine's life is reliably known, and whether or not the stories involve two different saints by the same name is also not officially decided, but it is highly agreed that St. Valentine was martyred and then buried on the Via Flaminia to the north of Rome. In 1969, the Roman Catholic Church removed St. Valentine from the general Roman calendar because so little is known about him. But the church still recognizes him as a saint, listing him in the February 14th spot of Roman martyrology. The romantic nature of Valentine's Day may have derived during the Middle Ages when it was believed that birds paired couples in mid-February. According to a couple of 18th century antiquarians, Valentine's Day was most likely created to overpower the pagan holiday, Lupercalia. Although the exact origin of the holiday is not widely agreed upon, it is widely recognized as a day of love, devotion, and romance. Whoever he was, Valentine did really exist because archaeologists have unearthed a Roman catacomb and an ancient church dedicated to St. Valentine. In 496 AD, Pope Galasius marked February 14th as a celebration in honor of his martyrdom. Not everyone was impressed with Rihanna's filthy performance at the Super Bowl halfway through the action-packed game between the Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs at the State Farm Stadium in Arizona. Many social media watchdogs are accusing the pop icon of lip-syncing her way through the show, with some calling it the worst-ever infraction in the history of halftime shows. But she was also praised by fans online, with some claiming she'd made a powerful statement for women around the world. But most of us without frontal lobotomies felt the show disappointingly disgusting, wondering when the NFL will intervene on behalf of all the children that watch with their parents. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com. Stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere.
Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth. <laughs> 